Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast Feather Your Nest with Kids Health from us at The Nest Kids CPR and Allergy. Uh, The podcast is here to help you get clear and educated about all things child health, first aid and food allergies. So take a listen and don't forget to leave us your comments and reviews. Hello everyone, welcome to today's um, video, which is gonna be about why is there a rise in childhood allergy in Australia specifically. There is also a huge rise in um, the UK and the USA, but we know that Australia is the worst country in the world for childhood allergy. So, um, and it's a question we get asked all the time. So I hope this is gonna be helpful for you today. Um, so there's a few reasons. The Really, the the one of the most accurate answers we can give you is we don't fully know yet um, why there is such a rise in childhood allergy all of a sudden. So when I say all of a sudden, I mean over the last 20 to 30 years, but it's gone up. Just the trajectory of childhood allergy has gone through the roof um, and specifically in the Western world and specifically Australia. So there may be a few different reasons for this. Um, one of the ones that's being um, talked about right now and being studied is um, there's actually been a study to show that if a child is born out with its parents country of origin it is more likely to develop food allergies like a lot more likely to develop food allergies um that there has been a study in the asian population where they studies um chinese couples and children and when the Chinese um, couple would have a baby in China, it had a lot lower risk of developing food allergies than if that same child was born in Australia. So that really points to environmental factors, but we don't know exactly why, but there are a few other, um, yeah, through a few other things to talk about with that. Now, Australia is a really multicultural com- country so that may be why we have such high rates of food allergy. Um, the same goes for the UK and the USA. Very, very multicultural, lots of different cultures in one place. So that could be why the, the numbers are so high in those countries. Um, because that study is a study that's actually been published and it's, you know, it's been proven to be uh, very accurate. Um, one of the other things that's probably not helped is that not that long ago, we were still telling parents to avoid giving your children nuts and eggs until they were like two or three years old. And actually now we know that you need to do the complete opposite. We need to get them in there before they're one um, to get the immune system used to them basically, because allergy is an immune system response, remember. So when we hear the older generation say, oh, there was no such thing as allergy in my day. And you know, that it wasn't a problem and it's, you know, it's all made up. Well, to a point they were right because 30 40 years ago allergy was not as prevalent as it is now there would have been maybe one child in a whole school that had a food allergy maybe um, now we've got children in every single class with a food allergy and they're the ones that are likely to remain having a food allergy because uh, we know that most children will grow out of them under the age of five and once you get to five and get a bit a, a bit older um, it's less likely that you will grow out of it so unfortunately the grandparents are right there was not it was not as prevalent um, when they were younger and when they first had their children but it is now and it's a serious condition that involves the immune system response so we must make sure that people are educated with it
One of the other things that we know is that if you are brought up, if your child is brought up with a dog in the house, they're less likely to develop food allergies. So that would maybe point to um, the child being exposed to different um, dirt, basically, you know, different pathogens, different things in the house that you can't keep a house sparkling clean with a dog. Uh, I grew up with dogs um, and yeah, it's almost impossible to keep, you know, any kind of dirt or mud out of the house. Um, but yeah, less likely to develop food allergies. So there you go. That's another thing. Um, one of the things that's being studied right now um, is to do with the gut biome. So the, your gut flora. Um, so all that, like the lovely garden that's inside your gut that helps you, you know, extract all the enzymes and minerals and vitamins and, and all that jazz. Um, and we know that the gut, the, the gut flora that you have when you're a very young child is kind of the gut flora that you that you'll have for the rest of your life. So I am not an expert in digestive system or gut, but that's just very layman terms. But there's been a massive change in our gut um, over the last couple of decades, which reflects the processed food and the environment we live in now, the, the plastic lifestyle that we live. So we don't have any hard facts on that, but I don't think it's any coincidence um, the world we live in now and the rise in allergy, asthma and eczema and lots of other things, but I could, I could spin off subject, but I'm not going to. So environmental, um, in my eyes, has to play a part, and that's definitely something that's being studied as well. The last thing to mention is the vitamin D situation. So there's been studies, and there's actually studies, uh, they're recruiting children for studies right now, because it's shown that if children with a vitamin D deficiency um, are 11 times more likely to develop a peanut allergy. So there are actually studies, um, and they're recruiting for studies, especially in Australia right now, they're recruiting babies to basically be given vitamin D, um, you know, extra vitamin D, which is, you know, completely fine, um, and to see wh whether these children, you know, develop peanut allergy. Um, so that's something else that is being studied because 11 times more likely is a lot. So I hope that's been helpful for you. Don't forget to pick up our um, food allergy um, uh, challenge PDF. We have a free PDF and you'll see all that below the video here. Um, and also we have the Nest Allergy membership. Um, but take a, just take a look at the classes and things that we have. And when you come to one of our classes, you definitely leave feeling like you've, um, you're in the know and you've got all the information you need, but it's not too complicated, everything that you can remember um, and put your mind at rest. So I hope this is helpful today and we'll see you again next week. Bye bye. We've loved speaking to you today. Remember to go to the bottom of every page on our website to grab our virtual first aid kit. And don't forget, we've relaunched the Nest Allergy Membership. So if you're a family living with childhood allergy, you've found your support network run by professional allergy nurse specialists. Take care. We'll see you next week.